¿Qué onda, primos y primas? And welcome to my primos podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight, of course, is my primo and yours, el siete, el chicume. What's up, everybody? Say what's up, say what's up, Walter. Since you've interrupted me, like it's crazy. Like I, I, I don't have anything to say, but I still interrupted you. <laughs> I know you're like. It's funny, you're like, hey, you know what? I don't have anything to say for this episode. This like, podcast. I got shit. I'm, I'm out of blank. My fa- my mind is a blank. And then I still interrupted you in the intro. <laughs> and literally, as I'm talking, you interrupt me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, primos, welcome back. I'm glad you're here with us. Remember, this show is week to week. So you guys can enjoy it, share it, have a conversation. Speaking of which, you guys need to join our Discord. We only have one member that's not part of the team. Has joined the the Discord and uh, good no, conversation he's... though. Good conversation though. So yeah, who is he on Discord? He's Sava Cool, but he also runs the uh, what is the the uh, the, the uh, podcast? If I want to want to mispronounce it because it's here. Where is it? And why? Salvi Sonidos podcast. Salvi Sonidos NYC, and definitely check them out. We've uh, been chatting, talking, talked about Jurassic Park, and zoos are sad, and he uh, freaked over, out when, over, when oh, yeah. he knew Chikume meant seven, and now what? Because so, he's he's actually, I spoke to him a, a little bit, it's on the thread there, um, which is something I wanted to do for a few months, a few, about a year ago or so before COVID, I was trying to like learn a little bit of Nawa, and he's actually doing it right now online and stuff which like duh you know i could do that too but i mean he's been doing it so that's some dope stuff and, and like i said i've been trying to do it but since covid i was like you know some you focus on other stuff and uh and i actually looked up uh classes now what now what here in austin and there's none obviously but for some time UT Austin actually had uh, a visiting professor, I guess. Uh, I looked it up a while back, so I don't remember. But she was here from Guatemala, maybe, um, or Salvador, but Central America for sure. And she was actually uh, a guest at UT, and she had they had a Nahuatl class. And I was like, shit, man, I'm three years too late. <laughs> so then he popped up right now. We were we kind of, you know pop a conversation popped up regarding that and he sent me information and they, he actually did an episode himself let me kind of put it out there yeah his name's uh, carlos and uh, he's with the salvis unidos uh podcast and of course follow the social media give him some love yeah but definitely and come check ca- out the discord he, man it's yeah. a good place to come meet up and talk and just just have a good yep. conversation and he mentioned that he i guess he, he spoke to two women from El Salvador that kind of organize, uh, I guess, these efforts to, you know, have classes online through Zoom, I'm assuming. Um, I'm not sure, but he said to go ahead and listen to uh, episode 14 from season two. So season two, episode 14, he has them on, interviews him, and you can get some information regarding them and what they do on all, which is what I'm going to do pretty soon. I just want to make sure I have the time to dedicate to it, you know, that it's like a yeah. weekend online class. Cause if you're just going to half-ass it, uh, you know, that you have to kind of do with the level of, of respect, right. To dedicate to the stuff. But anyways, yeah, it was cool. Spoke with them. Um, no, but what I was getting to is that you can talk with us on discord, social media, of course, at my primos podcast, Our link tree has the disc, like, like just now we just uh have a discord ready for you in the link notes and of course guys remember just uh, share the show let everybody know you enjoy it so we can grow grow the community maybe we'll have more than three people inside that discord at, at one point at one point at one time and none of us will be us that'd be cool <laughs> um yeah, it'll be somebody but, else. yeah but anyways i just looking at our i, I see we i guess it's not a plug, or maybe it is. I don't know. One day, maybe, maybe not. StreamYard, right? This is what we recently started using, right? Actually, yeah. Or this is this is the first episode without training wheels or safety net, right? I guess it would be, um, because we're using oh, backup of a backup because we usually yeah. have recording audio with yeah. uh, voice meter. Potato was the most recent one. And it's been failing. I think it's mostly my computer, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. It's about time, man. I mean, 
it's crazy how think about it this way you get a phone every what three four years maybe now that was the thing like you would switch out phones about yeah. that quick yeah. and a computer is about what, what what's the longevity of a computer nowadays oh even Honestly. the one i even the one i have it's actually a backup that i had because i had another one fucked up i went to take it to the shop they said 500 bucks to fix it i'm like and that's without fixing the screen that's broken <laughs> i was like what nah. so and then i found this one under a couch and i was like okay i'm gonna use this in the meantime but <laughs> see, say, it's glitchy it's glitchy it's slow sometimes it'll slow down so i need to also invest but then now i'm like that's a good thing like in terms of how i used to look at laptops five ten years ago computer or even towers you would look at them as an investment for a couple of years now i'm thinking about getting a laptop right saving some pennies and getting a laptop i'm like you know what i'm gonna just spend 300 bucks i'm not the one that does the editing with us right i'm kind of mostly fucking i fuck around and interrupt people and do some thumbnails here and, and there really, and, you're really good yeah. at it with yeah so yeah I, you know I'll, I'll stick to my niche um but yeah i'm not looking at spending a thousand dollars like you know like you almost doing college because you have to have the latest computer with the processor to keep up with you know all those programs that they make you download i don't know it's crazy but i was thinking the other day because i broke my phone and my friends like oh i can give you a phone or get one for you that's a 5g phone and i'm like like I'm pretty happy in the 4G realm. Like I don't need that jump. I don't need that. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm. I used to be a very early adopter when it came with phones and technology and and laptops and shit like that. But you have a Pixel, right? You have the. I have like, Pixel. Yeah. yeah Pixel. So did you end up but, switch, switching or? No, I still have it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I still have my Pixel Two, which I think the Pixel Six is coming out now. I think, but. I don't know. It's a trip when you think how disposable technology is. You know, if you remember 10 years ago, like you said, you had to buy a computer for school or something or work and it you broke it or you got a virus. You were like, oh, fuck, that's another huge investment. You think twice about what happens to it. Yeah. Now yeah. people like tablets are so disposable phones like. How many phones can't you just find at a fucking swap meet? I, I wonder if young, I, I wonder if young people um have you know like what at least a decade younger than us have gotten into the habit of just throwing laptops away because i i can like i have that laptop that they told me it's 500 bucks to fix it i'm not gonna throw it away i'm just hold on to it if i buy another one i'm not gonna throw this but like i have like three about like four or five laptops that i went through last time all of them suck now because they can't keep up with the you know even if you update them to windows 10 um they can't keep up with they're just super slow even this one is kind of having a hard time certain times. But I think it's like, just, do you think that new generations are getting to the point where they just throw the cell phones away, throw the laptops away? Because I'm a hoarder when it comes to like that type of because I imagine they're just like they're, it's like big paperweights. But I feel bad letting them go and just throw. besides it being environmentally not the best thing to do to just throw them in the trash. Um, I don't know. Do you throw away your I have a two bins full of technology like wires and different types of like you know it's weird like doesn't everybody have a drawer or some shit where a bunch of cables and usb chargers and random yeah, we're old i'm wondering if young people like are, are that hoard are they hoarders with my technology? kid's 11 dude like, yeah. he doesn't even have a cell phone yet you know what i mean mm. so he's behind the times already nine-year-olds yeah. have cell phones now so i don't know it, i don't know how to... jimmy your dad is making you a loser <laughs> ten, years from, ten, 10 years from now 10 years from now jimmy you'll be listening to this yeah <laughs> you think i make him a loser because i don't give him a cell phone i don't know it's scary depending on what he wants to do with his life if he's going to be a fucking computer genius he should have one on his hand taking it apart and putting it back together but if if he's more on the writing you know kind of artsy type then it depends. It depends on what, what you know, what per each person's talent. No, is. but the thing is, think about with COVID and everything. He he's had to learn how to do Zoom calls and mm -hmm. online school. Everything's online and video games, of course. You know, he does stuff online, trying to make his own games and learning how to code. But yet, he wants to go play the flute and he wants to draw and he wants to do animation. You know, he's just I don't know. You can't put him in a box, you know. But you know. Society will so pick one. 
<laughs> no, we talked about this, yeah. man. Hey, so um, yeah, so StreamYard, by the way, I'm going back to StreamYard. We're using StreamYard now, no safety net. So if this fucks up, it fucks up. Um, yeah, eh, this is a good. It's not the best episode, maybe. So <laughs> I love how you're already. Now, like, <laughs> hey, no, but you remember you told me like I guess we have we get to have our logo on it because you told we get me to have our logo. We get so to have our logo, work? but you can't get rid of their logo. Like it'll oh, always say Streamyard on it. Streamyard. Okay, got it. That's how it works. Okay, yeah, cool. gotta make money somehow. They gotta advertise, man. You yeah. know, I don't blame them. I like the product. It works. Yeah, it's 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 come through, and we actually started using it initially because we they kind of threw it at us for Texas Latino Comic Con, right? Because they kind of yeah. uh, that's where we ended up kind of we ended up using Streamyard, right, to do that. Um, yeah, no, man, I was a uh, I was bugging you earlier if you have watched any good TV. I think all you've watched is old no, no. Shit. But before we get off of this topic, just in case anybody knows. Before we agreed to StreamYard, I did actually do some research to find like an equivalent for like a Latino owned equivalent. So if anybody knows, let us know. That'd be cool. But if not, then we're just sticking to StreamYard because it's been good so far. But it's always good to kind of, you know, ask. Yeah. Ask. See if we see if there's anybody that knows, you know, shit. No, because there's yeah. always somebody out there. I mean, we're mm-hmm. involved in a lot of things. Latinos mm-hmm. are should be involved in everything they are involved yeah. in everything and why not i mean i don't know streamer has been good they're not a huge company but they're big enough it works mm-hmm. and we enjoy it but what i was gonna tell you i was bugging you about watching some tv shows or have you watched this watch that but it seems like you've been watching just old shit what have you, what have you been doing with yourself in the last few weeks well, I've been some stuff going on at home actually that taking a lot of my attention or our attention. Um, not not bad, positive actually. Uh, I have been doing some like counseling through Zoom, through Zoom actually as well. So taking the time, it's like you know I have the time now, so I'm gonna do it. So that's been good. Has um, because um, you've done counseling. I don't even want to talk about it, but you've done counseling before, right? Like you've actually gone to therapy, right? Yeah, I've gone to therapy, and and it was. It was good. I've even done couples therapy actually, and that was awesome. You know, it wasn't all was my it? fault. <laughs> it wasn't all my fault. You know, to, like, no, it's good. It kind of let. It's kind of somebody that helps arbitrate. Kind of. So I mean, I asked the question about that whatever. because nowadays I even get notices because Lucia, you know, she went through this uh, organization mm-hmm. called like Cancer Care, saying, "Oh, hey, if you want to, you know, sign up for therapy or some kind of session." It's done through Zoom and it's done through online and whatnot. And we always look at it. We're like, oh, yeah, should we do it? Do I want to do it? Should we do like a counseling thing? And it's I say do it because I mean, and not to because I know you have done like couples counseling because everybody needs every couple, especially how how long have you guys been together? Oh, you know it's funny. I'm this week would be our anniversary actually. Oh, Uh, congratulations! It'll be. We got together in 2004. <sighs> 17 years? Fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You're like, yes, 17 years, man. 17, 17 years. Damn, man. 17 years. Damn, man. I mean, and I know right now you guys are kind of, you know, there's another, there's something else, to, you know, kind of, y'all are, com- I don't know how to even say it, like, you know, cancer. You know, just to put that pretty much, it's like that takes a lot of energy that I'm sure that tests relationships in different ways that, you know, I mean, Lucia tells me things sometimes like in a good way and a bad way, right? It's good and bad because I guess we're sharing when you have nothing to talk about, you're talking about yourself. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. Would read stories about people that like there was a singer. Remember, he, uh, he was uh, dating this really like pretty actress, uh, Latinos, and ¿cómo se llama ese vato? Uh, oh, I think you know who you're talking about. Is it reggaeton? I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. Who's the guy that's suavecito? Who's that guy? Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy I was talking about. He was he was dating this TV presenter. They used to, this girl that, or, or actress that used to come out in Amigas y Rivales, and she Dude, had she was react. beautiful. She is beautiful. She is beautiful. She but is she, beautiful. I, oh yeah, she was like back in the day, like she was like the poster, you know, in terms of. Uh, and I remember I forget it. it made, Salina Amigas Rivales, and I do remember about her. 
coming forth about having a mastectomy, a one one right or something, or is it double? I don't under I don't understand the. Uh, but yeah, having a mastectomy, but then the guy broke up with her or something like that while she so, was, or how does that after, 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 after she went through treatment, after she uh -huh. went through everything, like, and I remember years ago they were saying, oh man, what a strong dude. He's standing, sticking by her. He loves her. He's not going to leave her, you know, and then out of nowhere, as soon as treatment was over, that I'm out. Lit. <laughs> I'm out. Carlos Ponzi. There you go. I yeah, there you go. I just yeah. remember. There you go. That's his name. Yeah, no. uh, Damari Lopez. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's her. Yeah. But she was telling me about that. And she's like, oh, you know, it's Lucy, hard. You Lucy, know? Lucy was Lucy, Yeah, my wife. She's like, oh, okay. you know, it's hard, man. Like cancer, no matter what kind of cancer, let alone breast cancer and mastectomies and all this stuff. You know, mastectomy, for those who don't know, is actually the removal of the actual breast and tissue. Uh, and then some people have reconstruction, et cetera. And she said that, you know, some people don't do well with that. You know, some people just can't bounce back. Okay. Um, don't do well by that. Do you mean physically or emotionally? Or emotionally. I mean, I mean it's, also, it's, it's one and all, really. It's one and all. But the why I bring it up is because he was saying that, you know, he stuck by her. The, the fucking, you know, entertainment world was like, oh, this guy's awesome. And then she, she beat cancer, got through it, and then he took off. And she told me at one point when we were going through this, and she's like, you know, you're gonna phone see me. Yeah, you're gonna phone see me. Like, are you gonna take <laughs> off on me? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm here. I would have took uh -huh. off on you way before. Like, if I wasn't, if I wasn't here, I would have yeah, taken yeah. off. You know, but it does take a toll. It's not easy at all. It's hard, and there are times where you do break, dude. Like, I've fucking had tough moments where I don't know what to do, and I can't. You know, I can't expect her to understand because she's going through her own journey, you know, but mm -hmm. even recently she told me, she's like, you know what? Thank you. You know, thank you because you're here. You're still here. <laughs> she was like expecting me to take off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, that's, man. It does. It does. Um, it does change. The relationship changes years after years. You know, there's, there's plenty of married couples that last long time and then something happens and poof the magic's gone you know it is what it is but thankfully uh 17 years my wife's here with me she's strong she's you know beat cancer and she's just going through these process and i'm here man i'm digging it cool, i'm having man. fun good for, good for you i'm also coming around to some uh something similar uh anniversary wise this week so we'll see what's uh i don't know COVID fucks everything up like we're I were, like even for um and sometimes you say, fuck it all. I'm going to risk it all and go out to eat, <laughs> you know, during COVID. And it's like, nah, just, you know, stay home. There's, I don't know. I, at least I have my parents that live with me. They're older and you kind of have to worry about that. And I haven't taken the vaccine myself. Uh, my parents Well, you saw it. what happened with the, yeah. the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, that, that people are are now getting COVID, even though after they've taken the Johnson & Johnson well, one. I just heard right now. I, it's crazy because I just heard on the news, and this is again not not that we're not that I'm against the vaccine, but at the same time, if I'm I'm being hesitant, I'm kind of, and I'll be honest, I'm I'm very hesitant right now, um, especially right now. I just heard women are reporting uh, more serious. Como se dice? Fuck! I'm having a fart. Brain, brain fart. That's how it goes. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> uh, no, like women are having a much more or slightly severe. I don't know. It's the scale, but in terms of reaction, uh, adverse effects to the vaccine than men. I, I wonder what that exactly means. You know, but at the same time, you know how news sensationalizes everything, right? Just oh my god, like yeah. you know, their nails are not growing in as hard as they, <laughs> you know, as long as they should, or some weird thing. Well, but she was telling me, she goes, she goes, I was worried the minute you told me that that's the vaccine they were giving homeless people, I knew something was wrong with it. Like she was like, Johnson and Johnson was the mm. one dose vaccine. Instead of the two dose vaccine, and mm -hmm. she said, "You know what? It made me wonder why the Johnson and Johnson was given was being given to homeless population, as opposed to the Moderna and the mm -hmm. the other one." Yeah, the but, other um, one. Yeah, I forget what. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't know, man. It's fuck. It's just a lot of information out there, 
and I ain't no fucking doctor. Um, but the one thing I will do is keep wearing my damn masks. Uh, stay my distance. Uh, I'm not going to go to concerts. There's any. I don't think there's any. But actually, no, there's some coming back. I think the Texas Rangers or something like that did a whole fucking f- full, full, ep- yeah. uh, full. They filled up the stadium, you know, and it's like, and then I know that uh, this coming the 17th, actually this week, uh, L- LA, LA is playing against Austin FC, L- L- Austin FC against LAFC, which I guess Austin would be the first game that they're ever playing because right before okay. COVID, they hurt. I, I guess stadium is done and built. Uh, this was going to happen in 2020. You know, them starting off Austin FC because it's the first time uh, this city has a soccer team, MLS soccer team. So uh, this week they're going to do. I don't know. I wonder to see how if they're going to fill up the stadium as well. I know that Michigan has a bunch of fucking cases on the rise from the London strain, uh, whatever that means. So then they're kind of saying, oh, Texas is going to come up with the same. Uh, the same thing's going to happen in Abbott. The governor here said that in combination with, you know, combining the actual vaccinations that have happened, which is about 25 percent of the state, in addition to the people have already gotten it and not died, that he's assuming that that's uh, what do you call it? Herd immunity. There you go. Uh, I heard immunity. Right. Um, So then, yeah, so it's uh, a lot of shit going on. I've asked people in California. It's opening up as well, but not. Right, they're waiting until May, I think, next month. Or no, July, actually. June or July. Uh, California's kind of playing it safe. But then at the same time, you know, at what cost? But then Texas is opening up 100%. No mask, but at what cost? So I'm staying home in case some motherfucker tries to shoot up a place. And the next... <laughs> so you, you said that last time. Like, can you kind of elaborate? You keep uh-huh. saying, like, oh, as soon as people start hitting the streets, there's going to be more shootings. Well, what do you mean? This, is, hey, this is what I because just think about it. People have been pent up in their homes, uh, staying home, being not being social. You know, Mo- a lot of people a lot. And then people that are forced to be social because they're um, what do you call them? Uh, essential workers. Uh, they get frustrated. People get frustrated. Then you go out, you go out, especially here in Texas, and you're not required by the state to wear a mask. And all of a sudden you go to a business that asks you to put on a mask like sparks fly people are mad frustrated coming back out trying to enjoy the, the sun motherfuckers was gu- motherfuckers with guns like that's i'm just going it's like people were either gonna we're either gonna come out and and embrace each other or we're gonna come out and start just swinging and i think like in a, in a state like texas which i've been very very mindful of not um, flipping people off on the freeway, which is not something I do, but I check my road rage here in Texas more than I ever did. Not that I'm, I have road rage. I've been told that I don't, but sometimes you do, you do kind of like this motherfucker, you know, um, in California, it's something that I was more like, fuck it, you know, flip a motherfucker off. But out here, I'm like, ah, nah, <laughs> I want to make it home. So I don't know. Do you think I'm overthinking this? Like, uh, I, you know, just, Shootings were common before COVID. I can't imagine, you know, now people have actual, you know, and with QAnon and all this other crazy shit going on. So well, shootings are going to make a comeback. So, you it's know, inevitable, right? I mean, it's sad, but I was talking about it last episode. If you remember at the end, I was like, I went to AutoZone and in line where they sell the little ratchets and shit, WD-40, there's gun cleaner on the same like, <laughs> yeah. end cap. There you go, man. I'm like, oh, I'm like, damn, it's, it's, Everywhere, hey, but even though I'm, I'm right now. I'm saying that I'm, I'm staying home mostly, being careful about going out. I have gone out, you know, we gone with Taide and the baby, and gone out to places that have outside dining, right? So we'll sit down, you know, you're away from people. Cool, you know, there's air. It's been said that, right? It's better to no, be but outdoors. There is a, no, there but is limit, where... no, but are you limited? No, but are you limited? Porque we we essentially went to a restaurant, open space tables outside and they had three food trucks or you know around the eating area and all three of them you had to order through the app and then you would go pick it up from them right and then i was like okay cool and then i checked all three restaurants online 
and tried to do it and they sucked, which is understandable. They were forced or, or they kind of, right. You, you've designed websites and put up your own websites. Yeah. Like they probably didn't do it in the most uh, user-friendly way. So I kept like having to kick, I get kicked back down. Then I tried to back, go back in. I ended up not ordering anything. And I was standing, sitting, I was sitting like about seven, eight feet away from the guy making the food. But you and, can't and, order from the and, and the lady like actually taking the orders. And I'm and I'm like, but like, yeah, I'm sorry. I tried to do it online, but it's very confusing. Can I just order like I'm right here in front of it's like <laughs> uh and she's like, No, no, certainly got the, like, you know, wow. but I pero at the same time I'm like imagine what they're going through as well dealing with so many people so at the same time I'm like yeah we have to continue to be safe pero también se pasan we like otro muchacho llegó and he stood in front of the food truck the one I was talking about and he stood there for about a good 30 seconds which is a long time just standing there and he just stood there looking at the menu thinking that they were gonna <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna ask him what do you want, and he just stood there. And then finally, the guy noticed him or acknowledged him because maybe he was just ignoring them the whole time. And he just acknowledges him, and he's like, "Uh, what? What do you want?" And he opens the door, and they have a whole conversation with him about the what he needs to do to order the food. He could have ordered three times in that whole, you know. <laughs> and the guy just very like, ah, okay. And he just looked at the shitty website, and in my head, I'm like. Brother, you're not gonna order shit. You're gonna end up leaving, which is what we ended up doing, <laughs> and and yeah. just going and going down to Riverside and get Chinese the, food. No tacos. We just boom popped up. Hey, de los tacos y me los quema bien para con para matarles el COVID. Yeah, and 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 way cheaper. It would have been forty bucks over there for two people. Hey, you know, here's twenty bucks and a tip, and I'm out. You know, so it's like. um it was crazy. I don't know. And then in that same little park where the where, where the tacos were at, hay un lugar que se llama Rumba Rumba Latina, which at the which at the time was called Rumba Internacional. That's where we saw Oro Solido, like three years ago, something like that. And now it feels it's like, like it's ten years ago. Yeah, and it was crazy because Mina they were driving past with the baby, and then she's like, "Is this place open?" And they're like, yeah, it's open. And when we saw a group of young guys walking in with masks on and pretty much I had to put their masks on just to go through the door, you know, because yeah. then inside you take them off. Right. And, you know, muchachas entraron. And then, and then I was telling her shit, man, like like last time we were there, I, by the way, shout out to Eduardo and Alejandra in L.A. They were our buddies out here in Austin for some time. They moved out there. But last time we were there, we were there with them. Uh, uh, seeing, uh, God damn it, Celso Pina. We were there and we saw Celso Pina. This oh. is a few, this is about a year, a few months before he passed away, actually. Um, Ivino, and while we were there watching, you know, listening to Celso Pina, some guy got stabbed in the neck with a broken bone. God, Alpha <laughs> Riverside, Alpha Riverside. Uh, and people that are from Austin or come to Austin, well, there's like Club Internacional, uh, Club Carnaval or something like that. It's like this little strip where the, the, the little bit leftover stronghold of Latino presence there. Because right now down the street, you have Oracle, which is a big, you know, software, whatever, you know, company, yeah. ones and zeros. And then you have a bunch of new real estate getting built up high sky rise. Uh, room, you know, rooms or, or uh, apartments that go for like four thousand dollars for the view, just because you're right in front, and then they range from two thousand to four thousand, something like that. And boom, you're right there. You have this whole little community on the Paleta side, and like I'm telling you, we're there. Um, we look back, and we look, and this woman is like, like I, I'm, you know, obviously people can't see us through here. Maybe in a few months right, when we start posting this shit, um, like that, her face like this. Surprised and, and blood spattered on her face, blood spattered all through all of her over her face, and the guy on the floor and blood like like a big pool of blood on the floor, and you just see security come in, grab both the woman, and there was obviously two couples. Um, the men got into it right that 
solid uh, masculinity, toxic masculinity, uh, alcohol with a little bit of alcohol combined, right? That's always the best equation. They take them out. And then we look back and then there's people just, you know, like mopping all the blood. <laughs> all the blood, all the blood yeah. And all the women with the high heels, like, you know, leaving little marks of blood oh. and they mop it up, mop all the blood up. This is pre-COVID. Imagine during COVID, like it's like, you know, there's double. Wouldn't double. That wouldn't happen. Right. And they mopped all the blood up. Boom, boom, boom. And then we look back again, squeaky clean. So everybody comes to the like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. I can imagine, you know, some other type of restaurant just shutting the whole goddamn place down and cops showing up and yeah, you know. Damn. Well, see, so you're safer just going to the park. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then and uh avoiding the food trucks. Yeah, man. Like so talking about the park, didn't you tell me about they're in Austin. So we're talking about Austin about this park yeah. that was trying to get like shut down by these new apartments that were built by this park. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, that's uh, a it's part of gentrification, like we we're talking about with uh, the new homie or neighbor to be uh, Professor X, right? He's gonna move over. Like we're talking to him about the whole gentrification, um, and there was this one in- incident which is gonna continue pretty much. There's uh, Chicano Park. That's what they call it. It's off of the river, which we, we've taken you there. If you you know yeah. where it's at, you saw where me where we went fishing last time you were here, and you know we're to the to the beach like a secret beach thing. So then, if you keep yeah. going north from there, you hit Pleasant Valley where there's a little dam. So then, if you if you cross on the other side of that dam and then go a little bit east, that's whole community. It's a Chicano. Chicano Latino community, like Mexicanos, that's you know for a long time. But obviously, because of gentrification, you know, you, you get a lot more apartments and all this stuff. So there's a park there called Chicano. I mean, yeah, Chicano Park. Um, and they every Sunday they usually get together and you know, kind of show off their rides, you know, low riders and everything. I even I remember I, I was talking to DJ uh, from Anthro for the homies, I sent him an article about it. And, and told him because obviously I never I was never really part of that culture, but I told him, "Hey, like, what do you think about this?" You know, because the fucked up part was that they were getting noise complaints about the gatherings by white people that live in apartment complexes nearby. That they're selling drugs. That they're you know noise complaints, and supposedly cops showed up and they just. Okay, now bye, leave them alone. And they left. So the city actually did the right thing. <laughs> APD did the right thing, I guess. But now they're coming back and saying that this needs to get be this need, they need to get rid of these um gatherings, which is happens every Sunday since who the 1990, whatever, because they're to, it's a show of toxic masculinity, the low rider culture that gathers there. And it's like I'm like, okay. Oh, Okay, I guess. And then I asked DJ, I mean, I don't want to quote him, but he was like, yeah, like that's part of, you know, like that's part of the culture. That's kind of part of, you know, but then I told him like, it feels very disingenuous that they're using like, it feels like Karens are using, you know, toxic masculinity to try and shut down an event that I was told by, I read articles on it. And then kind of uh, DJ, uh, DJ kind of uh, agreed on it and said, yeah, he grew up in it. And these are not like the way they describe them. These are family events, right? Where like people they show up. Out, yeah. They hear music. They, they chill with their family. They're hanging out with friends. And from what I remember reading when you sent me an article, I think you sent me the same one. That yeah. The I want to see what you say, yeah. Yeah, because I think you're saying that the neighbors or the, these new apartments these new people that moved in, they can't go mm-hmm. jogging or their driveway is blocked. Shit yeah. like that. Like, and dri- yeah, getting my driveway blocked is shitty, though. Think about it. If you're trying to yeah, leave and you can't yeah, go in cars, like, but yeah. you can just ask the dude, hey, man, would you, you know, can you, can you put the airbags up? Can you hit the, the switches <laughs> up and move your car out the way? Yeah. You know, but they want to make it a thing where they want a very quiet, very peaceful, like you said, white neighborhood. Remember, uh, Professor Latinx said it himself. He's like predominantly white spaces. You know, we always mm-hmm. quote white spaces. And it's funny because I texted you, James, the other day. We're talking about he has a fan. And the, the fan says, has a setting. You know, he goes, 
cool. I was about to say, I was about to say, fucking Jimmy has fans, and like, like I'm yeah, trying to, yeah. I'm trying to count how many I have. I'm his fan. <laughs> I'm his fan, but he has a fan in his room, and it says the the settings on there for speed. At one point, it says white noise, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm like white noise, and he's like, he's the one that thought about it. He's like, what is that? The sound that white people make. And I started laughing. I'm like, well, what is the sound that white people make? And this reminded me of that because what what's the sound they make is someone complaining or going, <clears throat> can I see your manager, please? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's funny. My son was like, what's the white, what's white, white, what's white noise? And I go, oh, it's supposed to be noise that helps drown out something else. Mm-hmm. More like a, like a, well, quiet. yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, but I don't know, like, I mean, I, I I was never really part of the lowrider culture, you know. Even though I grew up in the neighborhood, because my you know my dad was like, "No, stay away from them." Or or el acababa de Salvador, so he was like, "Nah, those fuck those fools, right?" Yeah. Um. But then you know, kind of you grow up and stuff. But you were you ever kind of because we grew up around the same block pretty much early on. I mean, I saw the cars, the young guys, the older guys driving around in the cars. Mm-hmm. When I got older, my friends hung out with guys that worked on cars they did drag races and they go do crazy shit with their cars and they had money and they had shops so they go work on their vehicles uh i never really got too deep into it i tried <laughs> i had a 72 dotson little Ooh. shoebox dotson that no nice. yeah, it was cool dude like i bought it from a friend at a shop he was trying to put a 350 in it and, and it was like this car's gonna fly but I didn't do much with it. My dad eventually sold it before I could do anything with it. But I still had a very cool fascination for it, and I think it's cool. No, and and and, and the hobby. same. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. Bef- actually, before I came to Austin, I, I at home, I and my parents, I left a 1979 Honda Civic, which I had slowly started kind of fixing. Um, did some motor work. Le, 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 my dad helped me like la arreglara la suspension because it was like it was shit pretty much el chassis because for the civics they don't have a chassis the, the 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 body itself is you know provides the structure for the car itself um and ended up selling it too because my dad's like saca esta mierda de aquí está pudriendo <laughs> so i ended up just <laughs> having him sell it but it, it is something that would it be a low rider? It wouldn't be. Oh a no, I'm sure. No, no, not that a roller, but the car culture itself, where yeah. you show up, you get your car, you fix it up, you make it look dope, and you go and show it off. And that yeah. happens within our community. That happens within white communities. You know, it's not just exclusive to us. You know, it happens within all types of women with the different types of cars, right? Which is the beauty of it. You go to fucking fairs, and there's people put their hot rods or whatever the fuck, right? Which is, and they all. It's kind of synonymous, right? They all bring out barbecues, <laughs> bring out their family, put some fucking music, drink some beers, right? That's what they do. So then, so same, what, same thing here, same thing here. Is it know? because? So the question is, with this uh, Chicano Park, do you think that the city's gonna let that be it be what it is, or are they gonna back with the new people that moved in? If they get enough complaints and signatures and all that shit, what do you think is gonna happen to the park? Uh, let me uh, see. Uh, uh, let me look up this guy. This is the council member Caesar Kazar. I'm, I'm probably in the cause. Uh, so this guy, that bet, like that same, that same, the next weekend, um, they ended up the Gre- Gregorio Kazar. There you go, and uh, he's part of the politician currently serving Austin City Council District Four. There you go. So him and other ones joined. On the next Sunday, the event, because it's every Sunday, and pretty much, like, they even made it even better. They kind of, like, you know, pumped it up and everything. And, and like, people like this are kind of lending lending themselves to kind of continue to protect spaces like that that have been, you know, generationally, generation-wise, they've been, like, for Latinos. And the fucked up part is that, for example, at least that's, you know, that park if you think about it, is, you know, people that used to live in that community that have now, for economic reasons, have to leave or for different reasons, you know, they might have just moved to another city. Now they get together on Sundays at that park, even though they live some elsewhere, but that's their meeting place and say, hey, some, you know, you're in Dallas, you're in Houston, you're still in Austin, and they meet up 
and they get together and kick it with their families and friends, right? Very positive, very family uh, environment. And they're using that as a point of contact, right? Because they, you know, they want to get together. They miss each other. COVID has been fucked up for everybody. And as soon as they start doing it, it's fucked up that people, no, go back home. Stop, you know, like a lot of complaints for one day out of the week and not the whole day, a few hours in the morning. I mean, yeah, they're fucking loud probably, but so is the guy cutting your grass, right? Because you hear a lot of that, man. The leaf like, blower and shit. The leaf blower. And they complain still about that. You know, like, it feels like there's a lot of noise complaint about, like, Austin is going through that shit right now where there was even a hotel that got built near 6th Street where all the noise happens. Uh, off of, I think it's called Red River where, where Stubbs, Stubbs Barbecue is at, which is Stubbs, the, 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 the bottle. I don't know if you've ever bought yeah. it. It's in stores. Yeah. which. You know, that's where that's where Dave Chappelle and uh, Joe Rogan have been actually performing recently uh, since there are no comedy clubs here. Actually, there was I think it was called Capital Capital Club or something like that that got closed. Um, but point being is that that hotel is nearby where everything's happening and they built it. there. And this hotel had the audacity to put in a noise complaint to cheer up Charlie's. This is open venue that's off of that road because they make too much noise. But they still advertise the hotel as Austin City, its amenities and its culture, rich culture. Come and enjoy it. But they're the one fucking putting complaints about it. You know, that, that same fucking, I don't know, like they show up, they, you know, even when their houses are being sold right now, they're like, oh, uh, this house is adjacent or close to Austin, 15 minutes, 10, away, 10 minutes away from downtown in a quaint rust. You know, I don't know. They they sell you Austin, but once you're here, you know, with its people. You don't want the people there. They don't want the people there. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Then what the fuck are you? Like, and lo que me dio más cólera, because, you know, I've been here since 2012, 2013. I mean, I'm not in Austin, but I'm starting to feel like one, you know, like it's been, I've been here for a few years. Um, in the article, it said that this white woman, the one that was doing the most, you know, complaining, um, actually she only comes down here from Chicago or Detroit. I forget where North she comes down here in, in winter to spend her winters and then she leaves. So then like, bitch doesn't even live here. It's not even part of this community. Just rents. Like, how much money do you have to be able to rent and uh, rent an apartment and just hold on to it? You know, like for one, well, taking up yeah. spaces. House housing is a big issue here for right now. And you have like women like or people like this. And sh I shouldn't just say women, but people like this, like coming to cities like this and not not integrating themselves into the community, not being part of the community, and just complaining about it, which is just fucking ridiculous. You know, so. So the, that's why it's called white noise. They want to silence everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, neta. Because yeah, when you go to therapy, they have those. Like if you when <laughs> when when going to therapy, you know, like not physical therapy, but <laughs> when you go physically to therapy, yeah. um, they you know like they tend to have therapists tend to have those like white white noise machines. <laughs> out. And I remember one time I went a while back. I turned it off. <laughs> like shit's annoying. <laughs> turn that shit off. Like, and then she's like, "No, you have to turn it on." Like, okay. <laughs> so that's what it is. That makes so my son had a point. The noise, yeah. white noise, is supposed to quiet everybody down and, and just murmurar. Like, oh my god, call the police. Call them right now. They're outside. Ah, yeah, the ASMR. Oh the ASMR. Are they the ones that are good at ASMR? Because I mean, if it's even happened in in my neighborhood here, um, to where when I purchased this house, um. Back in 2015, bought it, started living here and everything. And then all of a sudden, our 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 neighbors, one of our neighbors here started telling us, like, like they told us that they were happy that we purchased the house because the previous owners were white people. And they said that they had a lot of problems with them because they kept calling, you know, <laughs> code enforcement on, on everybody around <laughs> here. And it's like, uh, it's like, like the el viejito aquí de la par me dice, like, yeah, man, like my 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 back fence, you know, colinda con like this 
you know, drainage, donde pasa el agua, right, cuando, where the rains. So dice, I, I kind of cut the fence a little bit down and build like a little porch so that my nietos can look at the water pass by when it rains, you know? And so, oh, nice. Pero este cabrón dice, le llamó a la policía, al code enforcement, y they made me shut it down, like, tear down the fence and put it down. So then they were happy that Latinos bought the house, you know? Because he said this guy just complained all the time. He had a, he complained about everything. He would be there picking them up and making a big deal about it, you know? And, and I was like, he's that, glad you're there because you have fucking chickens and goats. Uh, and, and they don't mind. That's the that's thing. Like one time I had three fucking guys at one point. No, four with the with the dad. I had four guys at the time. One of them, remember that guy that always tried to beat me up all the time when I used to go in the backyard? Yeah. Um, shit, one time even I did, like I just heard her screaming he and I went outside. <laughs> yeah, fucking asshole, man. Um, but like I was Khaleesi, man, mother of gallos right there at that time. So, <laughs> so I even had those and I got Good rid guy, of them. Easy. Yeah, I got, I got rid of them. I used to go naked outside and hold the, hold the eggs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, no wonder. Mother of dragons, right? Um, but, um, but, no, but I had cuatro gallos and get rid of them because there's too many guys I'm you know I'm pushing the patience of my neighbors right so then I ended up giving him to a a buddy a co-worker at the time because his tia had you know acres of land so done and then one time I went like I read into this one neighbor and he's like hey what happened to your roosters oh blah 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 oh I miss him my wife likes when she went you know and then another neighbor in the back, same thing. Like, oh, I remember I used to get on top of the trees, right? Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's what they told me. I was like, damn, man. Like, I think it's crap because I don't like no, fucking waking up there. No, that's what, I don't know. That's what I'm talking No, that's, I'm, I don't know. That's what they told me. And I was like, okay, cool. But I still want to be mindful. I don't want, I, right now we have three gallos. Two, we're, we're going to, dar gas pretty soon. Pasar los tamales, actually. Because uh, they're not good in caldo. From what my dad says, because they're really tough, and tam in tamales they break down the meat pretty good, you know, the whole cooking process, oh, double cooking, them and, and then them. And the, yeah. So then, but point being is that even in my experience, they told me, hey, but I will say this: estos cabrones como hacen bulla chingan un cabrón. Pero, like I've, I've said before, let's say like, if you're gonna be part of the community, be part of it. Don't just show up and complain, you know, because. I could I could be you know an asshole and start calling the cops on everything that happens around here, right? Because uh, I mean, people do deserve some sleep, right? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but think I mean, tell me this: your parents weren't like, "What the fuck?" When that fool was up at three in the morning with no, music they haven't. Because I I asked my mom and dad, like, "Hey, los molesta el ruido?" So I can go talk to him, you know? Because guy's pretty cool, and and you know what I like about it that there's been times that I I mean, before my parents moved here, there's been times where I'm I'm not here and I'm gone for a week, two weeks or something like that. And these fools take care. They they look out. You know, the neighborhood looks out for each other. You know, like um, even so much so that one time I had a buddy come over and I told him, "Hey, we're in Sixth Street. Come and catch up with us." And his buddy is from Belize, so this fool pulls up with his you know partner with this girl and he pull up and he said, "Hey, Walter, um." Where are you? I ended up bringing my car. Like, oh, I thought I thought you left it at my place. No, nah, fool. Like I pulled up, and then this your neighbor came up like up to me, like he was about to beat me up, and as like, I left. <laughs> <laughs> so point being is the neighborhood takes care of each other, you know. And sometimes you have to put up with each other making noise. It's like like the metaphor I like to use is like if you're gonna go to a concert, don't get angry when somebody bumps into you. You know, like. Like it feels like they like people like that go to go to concerts and then get mad because there's a mosh pit or get mad because you bump into somebody, you know, like or they bump into you or you bump into them. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's it kind of I don't know, like, are you going through the same thing in your neighborhoods in Fort Worth? No, but we don't talk to each other. My neighbors <laughs> don't talk to each other so that we don't have no. that problem. No, no, we like my neighbors don't talk to each other and the neighbor that waves hello and goodbye. You don't, actually actually flipping, you don't know if they're actually flipping. You don't know. You don't know if they're actually flipping you off. Actually, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm trying to be nice to you yeah. know to the guy next to me, and I say, "Hey, hi, hola, buenas tardes, buenos días." 
or if I see them like doing something, I'm like, oh, the weather, you know, I'm like just very like yeah. awkward. But yeah, because no one here does that. Yeah, you know, but it, I mean, I will say this: you have to actually, actually, also make the effort because the one thing I, I last time I, I've done the best in cuando lo hago. Um, but recently, right, my mom here, last time we went to, I went to three different neighbors and I asked mom, because my mom making pupusas now, so hey, can you make like, you know, three, four pupusas so we can take them to the neighbors? Said, oh yeah, for sure. And then, um, yeah, we went where I took the baby and, and we went and, and gave him, you know, gave pupusas to three of my neighbors and they're like, cool, man. So, and then I, I, you know, you get to meet him more and, and I already know two of them. So I just, you know, something I do typically, or, or when I grow fruit, let's voy a dejar pepinos o sandías. Pero aquí enfrente una señora que, um, actually I went to go talk to her and I haven't hadn't talked to her in a while. And I do know that her part, her husband had passed away. And this is an old couple and she, and it's fucked up going back to COVID actually. And she was telling me like, yeah, mi hija vivía conmigo. He said, murió. Le, oh, I'm sorry to hear. He said, murió de COVID. Yeah. It's like, fuck. It's like, and as I remember seeing that lady there, uh, and she lived with her, and COVID is real, man. So don't be fucking believing QAnon bullshit out there that, that is not real or is not that bad. Um, just I don't know. It's, you know. it's real. It's real. You can't ignore it. And I don't know, man. Today, Lucia reminded me of that because mm-hmm. we took James to the gym. He started going oh, back wow. to boxing. How did that go? rough because he's out of yeah. shape and he didn't say anything and he, he walked away going con la pierna que no, les, hey, okay, question, question, question about the body you know physics of the body i mean even if you if you've paid attention but i'm sure he's grown more from when he was to now because remember that yes. day we went to the river he looked like a fucking giraffe trying i was i helped him cross <laughs> the river it was like trying to walk a daddy long legs through water like it was looked it was but you were laughing the whole time at your own son because he was like uh, <laughs> yeah like it was like he he was growing <laughs> into his legs and, and yeah. arms or something yeah i even had to help him put on his shoes because it felt like he didn't he couldn't reach his foot all the way down there you know it's like god damn kid let me let me i'll do it for you right and then and so my question is how how does he look moving his body back then than it you know the you know like it's a different thing because he's had a, a year removed from uh-huh. it yeah and he's like relearning everything you and, know? He, he's and doing, he grew he grew like he's longer right yeah, like yeah, he, he got shit. taller so he's doing boxing and he's kind of getting back into his fighting stance you know he has to get back into that rhythm because boxing's not just throwing punches, it's finding mm-hmm. a rhythm and it's like, it's come on, dance, you know? Yeah. And Literally. he Literally. has to get back into that rhythm. Right now, he's like a white guy looking for his keys and shit. <laughs> like, going like this. Like, where the fuck? Hey, man, and that and, and and daddy right here used to know how to how to break dance, right? So, shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's got it in him, yeah. right? Yeah, Damn. yeah, I gotta lose the weight myself, but um, he's doing that, and Lucia called me and she's like, hey, are you wearing your mask? And I go, no. She goes, why aren't you wearing your mask? I had a feeling you weren't wearing your mask. And I, I go, called I don't know. You. And I called you. Um, and you're, and you're like, around, like, and you're like, <laughs> breathing all heavily. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I told her I'm not wearing my mask. I just, because I, I walked in and nobody's wearing a mask at all. And so you kind of, when he says, boss, you get comfortable because you walked in, nobody's wearing a mask yeah. at all. And the kids are doing their exercises and they're getting back into the rhythm. And James is trying to, he just has to, it's relearning it, you know, relearning it. And so I hope that this helps him. He needs it. He needs it like, yeah, the he needs to get part of it. He, you can only jack off for so much. You know, I don't know if he's at that point yet, but <laughs> my god, damn, damn like, how, how old were you when you were first started jacking off? Oh my know? god, I'm not answering any of these yeah? questions. Oh, come on, bro. Like, no, this is P, this is not PG 13. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a I mean, he's growing, kid is growing. Um, He's, he's basically yeah, filling in and he's just kind of yeah. growing into his body. And it, yeah, this physical work will get him comfortable and back into it. Because you know, when he was yeah. smaller, he was more comfortable. He moved around. He had oh, a, yeah. He, yeah. He, I remember I remember you put some video, you sent me some videos and stuff like, you know, him just kind of 
And yeah, smaller bodies, you know, momentum, you know, center of mass. Now he's got these fucking long arms and legs. Like as soon as he moves, his center of mass is like about three inches ahead of him, and he ends up sucking himself in the. <laughs> <laughs> like a boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was that? It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, what is it called? Chris, not Chris Rock. Who's uh, Jackie Chan? Uh, Rush Hour. I remember that that one scene where uh, the guy kicks him. And goes, Who was that? Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Chris, Chris Tucker. Yeah, and it's himself. Um, but yeah, man. Like, <laughs> no, we're, we're doing boxing again. He's slowly getting back into jujitsu and boxing. He used to do four or five days a week back to wow. back. He used to do jujitsu for an hour and then did boxing for an hour. Monday yeah, through Thursday yeah, and Saturday. He, so he has stamina. He built up a lot of stamina. Yeah. Okay. Now he did jujitsu for an hour and he's like fucking walking away going like limping and then I go, what happened? He's like, I don't know. It's like my leg. I'm like, yeah, because you don't stretch and you're did, you, did, did every did, did everybody else grow up? I imagine everybody yeah. like yeah. Did a lot of the people he used to spar with come back, or a lot did? Um, like for the boxing side of it, a lot of them came back yeah. and they recognized them and welcomed back. You know, like, oh hey, you're back, you're back. Let's get to yeah. it. You know, back how, to how, do, how do I mean? How does his teacher? How did he make it through? Because that I mean, boxing, any type of martial arts, you know, especially during this time, one, you're losing students, right? You know, so that's part of your income, and two, you're not participating in any, you know. Well, fighting. It's it's weird. This gym is a fighting a fighter's gym, uh-huh. so they actually fight, and so they were able to hold off. Like people donated money, some kept their memberships even though they didn't mm. didn't go when they were shut down. Once they opened up again, they had limited space. You know, they controlled who was in and out of the building, and then they actually the owners of the gym they go fight. Like Jimmy's coach is, uh, which is good. I, I, it's like it would suck if because I remember your parents or my mom took, I don't know if I think it was your mom that took us to a karate class off of uh, the park off of my man. Yeah, that old and, black guy, with yeah, the <laughs> Hi, yeah. <laughs> This he looked old, like old you, know, you know he looked like he looked like <laughs> he looked like uh sexual chocolates lead singer <laughs> but he was teaching uh karate uh-huh, at the I community remember. center I remember I didn't my dad didn't buy my parents didn't buy me a uniform so I would just I would just wear my pants and shirt uh and I just went for a few times but I'm saying that's good like you have a teacher that's actually you know Partis actually does that for a yeah, living. Yeah, he does. You know, like, so his coach has been in, been in UFC. Yeah, knuckle so fighting. Knuckle fighting. Was, uh, yeah, bare knuckle boxing. Fuck. For now. God so damn. He was uh, undefeated, like for this bare knuckle FC. If you look him up online, can you say his, can you say his name? I mean, yeah, Brutal. His name's Johnny Brutal Brutal Bedford. Puta madre. Johnny. If you look up Johnny Bedford, Johnny, but it's Johnny Brutal. Brutal Bedford. Like Johnny Brutal Bedford. Let me look at this guy. See and he's guy. like, hey man, you know what? So he has about to say he he looks petite. Like he doesn't look like a big, big, big guy, at least in the pictures. No, nah, he's like, I don't know what the welterweight, mm-hmm. man, I don't know what it's called, but if it was undefeated and he lost a fight yeah, recently, yeah. but it, he was killer, dude. He does jujitsu. His kids are there. He's a 13-year-old boy, like an eight-year-old daughter. Uh, and people come to train under him. God damn it! Yeah, look up this. I'm fuck. This guy's got good shots. Shit. That yeah, is good. Jimmy. Damn, I'm looking at here twelve. Some stats. Now those probably these are probably old, but damn, 140 pounds, five nine. No, oh, he's definitely taller than me. Um, five seven. Damn, 68 reach. Damn. Fuck, that shit's scary. No, he's a killer, dude. He's yeah. impressive to watch fight. And yeah. his like other owners of the gym, they fight and they train, they fight, and they come and teach kids and fitness classes and nutrition classes. And it's it's great, dude. We've had a great experience. So that's how we came. We went back. So and what's the name of his of the gym? What was the name of the gym? Oh, the fitness fight factory. Uh fitness. Yeah, they're affordable, here in, uh, affordable or not? Because that's another thing. It's it's 
that's another thing for 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 us for our community like how affordable is it how I have to have a payment plan with them for yeah. James. Like I can't afford the regular fees. Uh, I ended up paying like like sixty bucks. Uh, see, like sixty bucks to start off, and then eventually, if I sign up or whatever, there's some kind of savings there. But sixty bucks, and it's worth it, though, right? Shit, it looks like you know for Jimmy. Yeah, but we'll see where it goes. I mean, as long as he, because he doesn't do anything, he goes to school on the computer. And then he just watches TV, and I go fuck that. Like you're gonna go learn how to box and defend yourself because you go to junior high next year. So yeah. we'll see where that goes. No, because I overheard today too. They were talking about how I don't know if like I was just thinking the news, and they were talking about in school, in school, no, in school and prison, but they're actually talking about school in person and like you oh. know going. Yeah, and they're, and they're talking about how. Some, at least in San Marcos, south from here, they're talking about how um, some parents, like the school is kind of like trying to be proactive because there were some students that committed suicide during the whole learning from home, you know, from school, I mean, from home. Um, And they're like, okay, we need to start bringing kids back to school, like, this is part of their sanity, maybe, you know, like home might not be the bla- best place to be in some cases. Um, but they need their friends, man. You know, they need the interaction. So some are going to come back, you know, go to school. Some are going to stay home due to, you know, some parents are afraid of COVID. Others are more afraid of the mental issues that are going on or developing during this time for kids, which is another goddamn thing. Like, uh. no, it's. It's a lot, dude, but I'm hoping that he has some interaction with other kids. He's learning to be in his body. He's getting older. That testosterone is going to start kicking in. Oh, and and ya le apesta todo el cabrón, ya. You're going to start to, what are you going to have to start hanging like those uh, air fresheners around his neck? Uh, right. No man, it? but it, it, it's a Cheeto, trip. But he's growing up, and he's he's uh, Doritos and culo, right? <laughs> yeah, Doritos and butt. And on that note, primo, yeah, I'm going to end the show and thank you guys for listening. Chikume, last night, last time we had the show on, you disappeared, so I'm going to let you. Oh yeah, huh? out. oh yeah. I actually, well, I don't know. It was cool, good conversation. I actually had nothing to say, but you know, I'm pretty. You say good. that, and you did most <laughs> yeah, but, of the talking. Yeah, that's always cool. I mean. I particularly like these type of episodes. Sometimes we just kind of go off the cuff, right? And let let the mood. I'll uh, put you on the dictate. spot then. I need you to I need you to go watch mm-hmm. Invincible and I need you to go watch Undone. Undone. One of them has to do with have to do with quantum entanglement. Ooh. So that'll be all you. Okay. Okay. okay, so okay. So you okay, Invincible is Amazon, right? They're both on Amazon. They're both on Amazon. Okay, so and are they both animated i'm gonna say i know i know one in of a them way is. they're both okay. animated in a way okay. okay so then my question is what is what is uh amazon prime trying to do with this is is, is it them trying to set the floor or, or, or uh, set the stage for you know like um their own franchises or or, or no, they're just or, buying what? them up they bought up a bunch of franchises yeah. like invincible is going to be a movie and, but okay. they're making an animated show to it's begin just, with. To begin with, but it's, it's, they're not connected. It's almost like a primer. Like, hey, here's this one-off invincible thing that's animated, and I, I'll pitch it to you in a way of like uh-huh. it's animated, but it's like in a way it has a, a vibe of the boys. Okay, that, well I, like that. Like, I like that. As well as like typical Justice League-ish characters. Mm-hmm. And the boys kind of mix together, but it's more, okay. it's really well written. The guy that wrote The Walking Dead wrote it, if that helps you. So okay. it's uh, it's pretty good. Check it out. I haven't I did, I never did, read I, the comics. I never read the comics. You? I knew well, okay. of it. I knew of it. And people would freak out right now because, like, oh, Invincible, you know, blah, blah, But I was like, oh, that sounds cool. But I, you know how it is. Uh-huh. You can't hear every song in the world. You can't read every comic in the in the world. You know, it's just so much. But 
I'm digging it, man. It makes me want to go read the books because I'm like, fuck, this is really good. And I can't wait for another episode. Well, and they're 40 minute hour long episodes, just like the boys. So I might jump on it. Out. I might jump on it right now, actually. I actually also saw. But uh, the Undone, but, Undone uh-huh. is about quantum entanglement mm. and people using, and I'm not going to give too much away, but it's correlating schizophrenia with mm. quantum entanglement. Okay, good. You know, interesting thing you brought that up. I saw on theater or the day before that, I saw uh, Thunder, Thunder, Thunder Force, Thunder Force. I I watched it and it's something similar. You got, um, you know, not to give away, but the, you know, bad guys and powers came about through there's like this meant this mind thing, you know, like a condition that people have that made them susceptible or able to get powers, I guess. Um, but it's like, and I watched it. It was like, I guess this is for kids because it felt very. I was like, I'm not too entertained. I'm not, but I, I, I do enjoy the diversity in it, you know, because it's not the typical, you know, yeah. buff, you know, really strong person with the. You know, jaw, you know, what do you call it? People that actually have jaws, good looking men. <laughs> uh, it's like completely different, you know, off, you know, at least for but me. Like, save yeah. it, save it for next week. Cool. Talk about Invincible, talk about Undone. And then Eddie made me watch The Last Man. I'm watching it, Eddie. I like it. So there you go. Our primos, well, I'm going to let you guys rest up, take care of each other. See you next time.